Enjoy your stay at Cloud City Casino. Hello, what have we here? I suggest a new strategy. You truly belong here with us, Fun Club. Don't get excited! How you doing, you old pirate? This is the Cloud City Casino Podcast, Episode 4, A New Host. We are the official collecting and gaming podcast of the Second Airborne Division, where you can find us at www.starwarsreport.com. I am the administrator of this facility and your host, Michael Morris. And this episode, we're going to return to our conversation with my wife, Christine, as she takes us through her experience at Celebration Anaheim and slowly tries to take the show over like the Sith Lord that she is. So the next day was Friday, and we, we go and get in the queue for the, the con opening. And one of the coolest things ever was just out of nowhere comes Anthony Daniels, who essentially walked the line. You know, I spoke earlier about how there was gaps in the line so that people could get out or whatever. And he actually walked up and down waving and, and saying hi to people and everything like that. And he continued to do that every single day. Uh, that was really at the convention, cool. yeah, I thought that was I thought that was some really cool fan service and very nice of him just to take that time and and say hi to everybody. And he's so funny. Yes, he is hilarious. He saunters. <laughs> <laughs> and so we had goals at that point. I was getting uh, ready for Battlefront. And yeah, and where was I going? You were going to the. Um, Oh, the Carrie Fisher panel. Carrie Fisher panel. Yeah, I was trying to get in to see Date with a Princess, Carrie Fisher. Right. Um, <laughs> and that was in the, the main stage again. Um, right. So I had to go from the front where the line was all the way to the back right corner of the convention hall. Right. Like running. <laughs> yes. And I had to get upstairs. And they actually come up to, to essentially kind of get people pumped up for the battlefront panel mm-hmm. and they they're like oh and we're gonna have these exclusive shirts for the first like 1200 people or something like that i don't even think it was that yeah it might have been 1200 people and you're like now nah, i'll be in that group and i'm like i'm like oh, okay well i gotta get there you know lose this name, whatever and they're like and we're gonna give a shirt away now and they threw it away and you asked me a question or i was explaining something to you and the shirt goes like right by my head and the guy next Aww. to us grabs it and i was like that shirt could have been mine. I didn't realize that. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming me talking too much. <laughs> it, it was definitely my fault. So I was talking. So I missed that shirt, but I was like, all right, well, I got to get in there because I want to get shirt. But I didn't care as much about the shirts. They were really cool. They have the, I, I want to say it's just the, you know, your standard stormtrooper. I don't think it's the new one mm-hmm. with the Imperial cog behind it. And then it says battlefront on, on the sleeve. And I was like, that's, that's pretty cool. I'd like to get that. But if not, no big deal. I just want to get into that panel. So I went to the panel, you know, I basically went directly from the line up to the panel and got in the line. And during that time, you know, it was, it was a very short time period and I'm waiting and we're waiting to go in. And then all of a sudden we hear it start up and it started at directly time. Yeah. It started right at time and we start hearing the trailer play. And we're outside waiting. And, and you're like, like what? Well, no. Yeah. And, and, and they were like, no, they're like, it's because it's going to be simulcast, then everybody uh, can watch it. So I was like, All right, well, I guess here in a few minutes, I'm just going to pull it up on the phone. No reason for me to go in. So at that point, I just, you know, I didn't feel like, I mean, yeah, I figured there's probably some qu- uh, question and answering and stuff like that. But I was a little bit bummed out by not getting to see the trailer footage or anything. And I was just like, I can, I can get this online because Star, mm-hmm. you know, they they did a great job of putting everything up online so that people who weren't there could see it all. 
Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll just, you know, I'll catch it then, whatever. Let's go and, and kind of do some, some more stuff. So I think, I don't know, I guess at that point I kind of hit the floor. I spent a lot of time on the floor because I think I, because I didn't go to the Carrie Fisher panel with you. Nope. You stayed on the floor and did stuff while I was in that because that yeah. lasted at least an hour. And well, then I went to the fantasy flight panel. Okay, that's well. right, you did. So so I, I kind of hit both those things. I tried to hit the one, and then I guess I kind of went out on the floor and kind of did some things, and then I eventually uh, went to the Fantasy Flight panel, and then after that, you and I met up. Um, and then, you know what, because I'm remembering, because I left some stuff in, the, in that panel. So prior to that, I guess you and I met up, and, um, and I, I may just have my days mixed up or something like that, or... Mm-hmm. or for how things go, but I don't, I don't think so. Um, you know, so, so maybe the battlefront was the next day, but I don't think so. Anyhow, point being at some point you and I had to have met up before then, because if you remember, we got the, that's right. Before I went to the panel, we were buying some stuff on the floor. Yeah. Cause we got the, cause R2. I got the Hallmark ornament and, um, was the, that Friday or Saturday? Though? Yeah. I think it was Friday. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause Saturday I went to the rebels panel. Right, I remember. I remember doing the Rebels panel. So, so yeah, did the yeah. Hallmark stuff, and then did the. Uh, I remember we we got the R two. We tried to go to Funko. Side co- Um, yeah, we tried or to go to Funko. Funko. I don't know how you say it. I call it Funko. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, the here's the one I'm going to pronounce wrong: the Kotobukiya, or however you pronounce that. I think it is Kotobukiya. Bukiya. Uh huh. That's probably right. I just kind of. It's just hard first, to say. Yeah, I just do a first run at it and go, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got the uh, R3A2 and the K3PO. And then, like I said, we got the... Um, yeah, the R2 from Sideshow. Yes. Which I kept begging him to let me set it up and or, or <laughs> us do it together or whatever. And it's so cool. It's yeah. everything you want it to be because all of the compartments are magnetic with a little bitty lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. Let's actually, yeah, let's talk about that for a moment because that thing is awesome. And, it, you know, it's not even so much, I mean, that thing's, it's hard for me to call that a, a statue. Uh, I mean, that's, that's pretty much a larger scale, fully functional action figure. If yeah, you ask really. Me. I mean, it's, it's, it, because it rolls and yeah, it's mean, got all the compartments and things come out of it. I mean, it's not and like it typical up. bust or anything. Yeah, and the lighting on it is so cool because it's oh, yeah. you know the the front little sorry R two builders. I don't know all the the exact things, but you know that little light that, that turns from red to blue turns from red to blue. Uh, you have like the little the back bar that kind of has the multi lights that flash. You know mm-hmm. they do that. Uh, his little it's blue got lights. a little uh, yeah. sorry. No, I mean, just pretty much everything that lights up on R2 was lights up on that, uh, that little sideshow. And then it has the table with the Leia hologram on it. Which lights up. Which lights up. And it's really cool. And then you can set up the bar two D2. (laughs) Which is my favorite because he has a little table that goes around him, obviously, and the drink glasses. Yeah. The one he had on Jabba's cell barge. Mm -hmm. He has the, uh, the lightsaber can kind of be stowed in the compartment and it's a little, you know, it's kind of spring loaded, but it doesn't really, I'm probably doing it wrong, but it doesn't really like pop out, pop out. Um, but that is also because a lightsaber is magnetic. It's your tool, I guess, essentially to open up compartments and things 
on R2, but there's so many little compartments. He has his, uh, his little life sign, uh, yeah. Life radar. form scanner. Yeah. So he has that that comes out and so that's what he did use to try to look for Luke when they were on Hoth. Um, he has his, uh, auxiliary, um, whatever that he used when also an empire, when he, he goes down in, in the, uh, the swamp, before okay. you know mm-hmm. you know that he just pops up so that he can see to get oh, out yeah. of there Ooh. yeah um so he has that so that's everything on the dome that i can remember and then he's got a bunch of little arms out front yep so he has his uh the two sides open up so that he can he has his little auxiliary arm he has his uh his, you know his little uh zap thing or whatever mm-hmm. that he has and then he has his little uh what do you call it? the little wrench? I can't. I'm terrible. I can't remember any of the yeah I don't the actual the names either. terminology for for some of the the tools that he uses or whatever. Um, <clears throat> the one of the pieces I really enjoy is that he has the magnetic um, a restraining bolt. Yeah, yeah. He has he has a magnetic restraining bolt. That one was cool to me. Yeah, and it's so tiny. Um, Was that the piece that our dog was chewing on? (laughs) No, no, it wasn't. (laughs) No, uh, apparently. So the table, in order to put Leia in, there's a a little like little stopper in the table, so that it's a solid piece. But then you pull it out, and then you put Leia on there. Well, I guess I it got knocked off the table or whatever, and our dog found it, and and she was. I'm like, it just kind of clicked in my head. I'm like, she is chewing on a piece. I'm like, what is it? And I was able to kind of grab her and, and flip that out and yeah and i saw it was that little stopper and i'm like well if, you know she's gonna chew on anything it's gonna be that but you can't really even tell you know there's like maybe some markings that could either be from you know it, it you can't tell if it's just part of like the mold mm-hmm. where it was uh, kind of sliced off the mold or if it's from where she kind of clamped down just a little bit it's just to kind of flatten just a little bit on the edge because it's just a little round piece you know yeah so but anyhow, <laughs> it's very very cool little toy, and uh, we also got the the Koto Bukia R three A two and K three PO, which I really enjoyed. You weren't as keen on picking yeah. those up as I was, but I I thought they're cool because I like them. You know, they they look just like R two and C three PO, but they're they're different paint schemes, and and I think each is really cool in its own way. I like K three PO because he's he's actually white. He was uh, you know, he was he was the one that you saw on Hoth, and uh, he's got a little bit of the the blast scarring there on his chest with the oh, two I never noticed that. red dots. Yeah, I see right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it just I, I was like, okay, he he looks really cool. I like I like him. And then of course, uh, I love Astromex and R three A two. Very cool with his his orange paint scheme. I I think orange is just one of those colors that's really cool on certain things, and especially seeing on an Astromech. Uh, stands out looks really cool and then on top of that he has that uh, r3 clear dome that they have which mm-hmm. is really really cool and you can see all the little inner workings uh of the of the head of the astromech that looks cool to me so i thought they were cool and and something that i really like about them is that their base is a flat black base but it's magnetic so yeah so that's really cool because you don't have the pegs you know you can put them anywhere you want on the on the base rather than them having to go directly where the pegs are you know or that limiting their stance i mean their their stances you know especially k3po stance is going to be pretty limited anyways but you're 
you know, I still, I, I like the cleanness of the magnets rather than having those pegs on there. And I think that was a, a really cool thing they did. Mm-hmm. I really like uh, Kotobukiya. I think, you know, for me, I'm not a, an expert on it. But to me, looking at their quality next to the Sideshow's quality or Gentle Giant's quality, I think is, I think they're very, very similar. And uh, their prices are often a lot cheaper. And then, of course, it also has the cool little celebration exclusive yeah. coin inside of it, which is I really cool. I thought those were cool. Yes. Because it's like actually a nice metal coin that you can very clearly read and everything. Right, right. Um, let's see if, as far as like other stuff we got, um, I was impressed honestly with everything Sideshow had. Um, but, um, I would say one of the hardest things for us to get was the C3PO giant action figure. Yes. The jumbo action figure we actually, I think got on Sunday and, and you ended up, so they, they were really cool about what they decided to do. And now did, did you say Sideshow though? No, I just said I liked Sideshow oh, stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. But, but gentle, gentle yeah, Giant gentle had giant, the C-3PO. Right. And so what they did, because one thing that, that kind of stunk, but this is it's pretty common with conventions. There's just not a lot that can be done about it. But exhibitors get in early to set up their booths and things. And what had happened was for for uh, the Gentle Giant figured out, they were getting there early and and buying all of the of their uh, jumbo C-3PO's and, and the Ralph McQuarrie statues and then selling them at their own booth there. And so to put a stop to it, gentle giant actually said, Nope, everyone gets a, a little ticket and we're going to do a lottery. And then from there, come back at 10 30, we'll do the lottery. If you, if you have one of the winning tickets, then you can get one of the statues. And I, I think that uh, our statue and, uh, the the and figure you would still have to buy it, it right yeah you still had you to buy got it, the but, ability to but buy you it. had the chance and and i really think that that caused um you know it, it stopped being worth it because the vendors aren't going to be coming back at 10 30 because they need to be at their booths mm-hmm. you know or at least a, a lot of them weren't so i think that was pretty smart i really have a lot of respect for them for doing that it kind of upset some people but you know i mean that's just how it goes if we ended up with not getting those, then I guess we might be a little more upset about it. But yeah, we we managed. You got the winning ticket. Yeah. So um, you always have better luck than me. I have the worst <laughs> luck, and we'll we'll get into that here in a second. I think you know yeah. what I'm talking about. But uh, you got the winning ticket, so we were able to grab those. Um, and just to throw in um, the two things that I got to do because obviously that's not important. <laughs> What? Totally skipped over my Carrie Fisher panel. No, we didn't. We were just kind of moving along. Okay. Carrie Fisher panel comes after okay. the the That's time true. that we spent, and we're just it's next oh, in the, yeah. the docket. So actually, it's not next because I forgot I went over during this time to the Her Universe booth. It was one of the many times you were at the Her Universe booth. Yeah, the first time I went, they were out of their special um, celebration cupcakes, mm-hmm. and um, there was nobody really there. Just a couple people selling merchandise so i came back later the same day and um they actually had out a different cupcake every day um it was one of the food trucks that actually ended up working with ashley Eckstein, who um runs her universe yep. and is a model and is the voice of ahsoka tano yes um, i think everyone knows at least most of those things but yeah it's, yeah yeah she it's it's her you know her little clothing design which is more geared toward actually having some some cool uh star wars you know it's not just star wars yeah. but but what was there is more star wars 
uh, clothing line for women that that they were you know interested in and and you like several things <laughs> yeah, yeah and I didn't think I would originally yeah. but then I went over there and um so I was gonna say they had a different cupcake every day um yes. as sort of an incentive to come to the stand because if you bought a cupcake you would get a couple dollars off of a salacious creme t-shirt Right. I think it was like $5 off if you mm-hmm. got a cupcake as well. And the shirt was like 10 bucks. Yeah. Um, but the cupcake that I got first was the Darth Vader cupcake, which was <laughs> suitable figure. because I had my Darth Vader jacket on <laughs> or hoodie or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, so I got one of those. And as I'm picking it up, there's Ashley standing beside me. Yeah. And I was like, hello. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she said, I hadn't seen the cupcake yet today. So I had to come and get mine. And I was like, oh, okay. And I said, well, you're here. Do you mind taking a picture with me? And she yeah. was like, no, sure. But then for some reason, she invited some strange lady into our picture. <laughs> I guess she <laughs> okay. was just being nice. And so she was like, we all should hold up our cupcakes and get a picture together. And I was like, uh-huh. okay. So she's just really nice. <laughs> all right but that was cool now, what if it's like because with you you know uh it's when it's like just some strange lady and it's just somebody that i can't think of who it would be but it's like somebody big in star wars and you had and no, no idea, idea who it yeah. was i don't think it was <laughs> because but. i gotta go back to this dragon con story <clears throat> we talked about earlier that i have issues with uh ascension essentially oh god and so um, I didn't want to, we got up to our, our hotel room, which was on the top floor. Yes. Um, how many floors is it? It's like 400, isn't it? No, it's 48. Okay. We were on 47, I think. And there were 48 yeah, floors. Yeah, I really need to change that because that is pretty dumb. There's not 400. <laughs> wow. That'd be a really tall building. Right? That'd be <laughs> insane. That's like Coruscant size. But, okay. So, <laughs> so we were like on the 48th floor and... I did not feel like going back up again. Going down would have been fine, but then coming back up would not have, you know, especially not before I'm about to eat. So you decided to go get our food and you went down the elevator and then you text me, hey, I'm on I'm on the elevator with the guy from Star Trek. And I go, wait. The Star Trek movie that just came out. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, who? And you're like, you know, the guy that was like the the dad what is she talking about? I'm like, and so I go and I'm trying to think of who she is. And then it washes over me and I'm like, she was on the elevator with RoboCop. And I had no idea that that's who it was. Cause I had not seen RoboCop at this point <laughs> in my life ever. And I was like, I could have been on the elevator with RoboCop. I'm like, dang it. And he was so mad and he yep. was texting me in all caps like, no. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyhow, but point being, it could have been one of those situations again yep. where you're like, I don't know. She invited this strange lady. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this strange lady was like Amy Allen or somebody. You know, yeah. Um, who was uh, Alea Secura in the... Uh, thing i'm not saying that's who it was i don't yeah. know who it was but i'm just throwing out somebody that you wouldn't have recognized that uh it could have it could been have a been. huge star right yeah so, so then after all that said and done you did finally go to your carrie fisher panel yes um and i will say one of the coolest parts about that obviously carrie fisher but second coolest part was um the 
interviewer yeah. was um, James Arnold Taylor. Yes. Or as he just said. <laughs> and uh, I, I loved that every time he came out on stage, he did his intro, which was a compilation of most of the characters he's done voiceovers for. Yes. Which was like, I've done Jack Sparrow in the video game. And then it was like, and I also do all the minions. <laughs> yeah. And he's then, done a lot of voice work. Oh my God. Yeah. He switched through like 10 different ones in 10 seconds or something. Yes. Yeah. He is very... Very, very talented. But that wasn't my favorite part. I, I don't know if they played this for you there, but I, I imagine they did. Uh, the one that they played at the the heroes and villains for the um, the rebels, where they did the first uh, the Force Awakens trailer with him popping up in random places during it. Did they play that one? Oh there? no, they didn't play that. Oh okay. Well, we'll talk about that when we get to that one. Then I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he was the interviewer during the Carrie Fisher panel and, um, I kind of felt bad for him because it was sort of having, like having someone like Robin Williams or Jim Carrey, you know, someone that's kind of a loose cannon just waiting to explode. Um, because Carrie Fisher, if you know anything about her also background wise, um, her mom was famous, her dad was famous. So she's used to kind of living this life of privilege and not having to answer to anybody. And so she comes out on stage and just does whatever she wants. Yes. Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Fisher definitely and, and then probably a lot of it's just at this point in her life she's like you know what I'm Carrie Fisher I do whatever I want yeah and says whatever she wants yeah, she which does. got a little offensive having children in the room right right I won't repeat it yes um but anyway so there was this whole joke about um the force if you get what I mean um, no one's gonna get it from that but but point being they yes they they replaced a foul word with force so you can kind of figure it out from there and yeah, yeah. But um, it was really neat that they showed old cast photos from the original trilogy filming. Um, and uh, one of the funniest things that she said was that um, she did say that Lando was very charming or Billy D uh, yes. was, was great to work with, very charming. But she said that every time he would pick up her hand like he was going to kiss her hand, he would say something filthy and then kiss her <laughs> hand. And so she would crack up every time. And that yeah. just made it for me. Oh, yeah. So that's... You really were kind of on a high coming back from that panel. Yeah. And then from that, did we do much else afterwards? No. I mean, that was about all we could fit in that day. Yep. Until we went to the oh yeah, the movies. Revenge of the Sith in 3D, followed up by the uh, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that? Um, I thought that seeing... Phantom, uh, not Phantom, you keep wanting to call it Phantom Menace, it's not Phantom Menace. I'm thinking of Maul for some reason too. Um, Anyway, um, Revenge of the Sith in 3D, um, especially in the fight scenes, I told him I thought was really cool. I loved that first space battle in 3D. Okay. I thought that that was just, I don't know, it was so epic because it felt like, because it was so layered, I mean, it felt like there were ships floating in space, mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to, you know, this flat panel that you're looking at, you know, you feel almost like you're in a ship in space and then you're surrounded by other ships, like in their own little individual spaces, you know, and you're watching it happen and you're part of it. Yeah. It's, and yeah. And then with all the movement and stuff like that, it, I mean, it felt almost like star tours, you know, how you're mm -hmm. just sort of zipping around through there. So it, it was cool. I mean, it's, you know, I told you, I've actually said it on the podcast with Ed and, and I'll say it again. 
they I mean it's gonna happen I mean I would be shocked if it doesn't but yeah moment that uh, they make that available in 3d for home home video we're getting a 3d TV yeah I guess <laughs> apparently I have no say in the matter you can say how much you like it <laughs> I don't know how expensive they are well but th- well. let's put it this way technology gets cheaper every day okay so when that time comes, It'll almost certainly be cheaper depending on how soon it's going to be, but it may be a little bit of time. But when it comes out in 3D, the TV for the size that we get would be cheaper than, like, say, what it would have been last year. Okay. That's the way technology works. It gets cheaper over time. Yep. So, so if it starts out at a million dollars, then, you know, cheaper 500000 is still That is a deal, expensive. see? But it's a deal. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then they played the Blu-ray version of of A A New New Hope. Hope. How did did you feel about that? Because you've never seen the Blu-ray versions, have you? No. um, And, uh, you know, I don't want to dog people because, (laughs) I mean, it, it takes a lot of work to make a movie. But why were there dinosaurs? Oh, so you haven't seen any of the special editions then? No. So I had seen the originals and then all of a sudden saw this and was like, what is this? I totally forgot because you brought that up. Weird noises. Why are there dinosaurs? (laughs) I forgot. Yeah, you totally brought that up to me in the movie. Uh, You're like, what are those things? I was like, oh, those are Rontos. And then you're like, what is that? I'm like, that's Dubacks. They were in the original movie. They just didn't look the same. You're like, Huh? <laughs> you were so taken aback by that. And that seemed to be like the only part in the film that you were just like scratching your head about. Yeah, I just, you know, like I said, I, I, George Lucas, I have a lot of respect for him, but I don't understand it just like <laughs> a lot of people. Well, I mean, they're supposed to be alien. They're not supposed to be dinosaurs. They, you know, they did have a little bit more of a reptilian look or whatever, yeah. but... You know, but the look that they were given in it um, reminded me of the movie Dinosaurs that was, that you know, it, like 3D animation. Uh-huh. And it just, it didn't fit with the rest of the world. It was like throwing in, you know, an apple in the <laughs> vineyard. And you're like, what's this doing here? Right. Right. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to say to you. They're there. Yeah. <laughs> Not much can be done about it. So, so I'm more of a yeah. fan of the, the non-changed version. But Yeah, we have the, the Harmies despecialized versions, and that's what we normally watch. Uh, you know, everyone like what you like or whatever and stuff. It's just I like to, personally, when I watch Star Wars, I like to watch, you know, the the unchanged versions. I, I, I think that it's, you know, personally, I, I like to watch the original contributions to the film. But that's not to say that, you know, I'm against watching some of the newer changes and and see what they are. It's just that, you know, primarily that's what I go back to. I actually now after seeing those Blu-ray, I'm curious enough that I want to see, you know, all of the changes. So need to go through and watch the DVD versions and then watch the uh, watch the the Blu-ray versions because I've only ever seen the VHS versions. And maybe we'll we'll. I'll be able to hunt those down again because I haven't had them for some years, but we'll hunt those down again and you can see those. And, and see get a VHS player. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll get it worked out. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll work something out. But So, point being, we enjoyed the movies. Yes. They, they were fun. There was, uh, of course, there was a lot of changes seeing for the, you know, seeing them in Blu-ray for the first time, not seeing the DVD. So, you know, seeing the DVD changes plus the Blu-ray changes on top of that, it, it was a lot, lot different. But it was very cool seeing, uh, you know, 
Star Wars in a theater, you know, to see it oh, in yeah. that experience, to see it on the big screen, because I have never seen, I've seen all the prequels on the big screen, but I'd never seen them. You know, I wanted to see when they, back in 97, when they launched, not launched, but when they released the special editions for the first time and put them back in theaters, I remember we had a small theater in, in town that I wanted to go see, but they would only like run one movie at a time. Mm-hmm. And during that time, my parents were like, no, we, we can't go see it or whatever, you know. And by the time th- that, you know, I would have been able to talk them into it, it was already gone. It was already out of theater. And they can't so. just do that whenever, right? They have to have like permission from Lucasfilm to do that? Well, yeah. I mean, for the most part, I know recently the... Uh, Oh, I can't think of the name of it, but but a um, a theater in Atlanta actually just did that. But they charged, I mean, they were charging a lot of money to to mm. see that film. Essentially, to get that experience that we just got, you know, they were charging. I want to say like thirty dollars plus per person. Wow. Yeah, was, I was like, so I mean, and granted, it may have been a a much larger theater with you know possibly better sound or whatever. But you know what, we saw it for free, so whatever. Yeah, well. <laughs> free price of a badge eh. well it's not i mean that's not the only thing we did so yeah. whatever but yeah we got to see it as a part of our celebration experience it was a lot of fun um so that was that was friday yep and, and um saturday was also a really big day um by the way this entire time i am having a worsening sinus infection worse by the day you got the con crud as did riley and uh jimmy also and i actually was getting it too i just don't seem to get affected by sickness uh as heavily as some other people did i kind of got it a little bit and shook it by the time we were uh back home he has an immune system made of steel i don't know (laughs) what happened but yeah mine is basically non-existent and so i was taking flonase and using eye drops and i think taking like an allergy pill it was terrible yeah, well, the, all the people that I he- have heard that got sick at Celebration were at that Rebel Force Radio party, so I'm saying Patient Zero was, was at Rebel Force Radio party, so uh, that's that's where the crud originated, if you ask me. I'm, you know... <laughs> curse your inevitable betrayal, Patient Zero. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Saturday, we wake up, and... Um, we're planning on getting a couple more things from the floor. And so um, we knew one of us really needed to be in line for the rebels panel because that was going to be huge. So I got in line and you went shopping. (laughs) Um, Yes, I went shopping. Actually. Oh my God. I totally forgot the big thing. What's the big thing? Friday when you, we were separated for a little while. I saw a couple of guys with some patches in their hands. That's right. And I took a picture and texted it to you and was like, hey, have you seen these before? Apparently there's a collection going on, like where you have to get all all of these from different places at the con and put it together to make a complete picture. Right. And there was a lot of that going on. That's the cool thing that I I didn't know to be looking for. And it may drive me crazy come, you know, the next uh, celebration in, in the United States. But there was a lot of uh, patch collecting and pen collecting mm-hmm. uh, type of, of, of stuff going on where what will happen is. So, for instance, the one that you're talking about now was the uh, the vintage collectors. They were um, so they were there was one from each state and so they had the collectors club so there were six of them 
and they all they said that they kind of did a, a drawing to see who would get who, but each one got a a different bounty hunter from the the Empire Strikes Back lineup, and so you would have to go to their booth. And, you know, sometimes it would be as simple as they would hand it to you. And then other times it would be you had to actually win one of their little games in order to to get the patch. And so we ended up going on that mission to try to complete them all, which we did. So that mm-hmm. was really cool. I, I was happy that we were able to get, get them all in it. And so it was all six bounty hunters and it says Star Wars Celebration 2015 Anaheim. You know, that would. That was really cool. I liked that. Um, some other people were doing the, it was like the the vintage action figures in the Vader case, which looked, uh, okay. yeah, it looked really, really cool. But I, by the time I saw it and I was like, ah, there's no time. We can't, you know, we won't be able to, to get on board with that one. And I'm like, you know, we got, we got the bounty hunters one. So that's cool. You know, and then we saw that there was the other one where they had the cog that you would put together from all the different patches. Oh, yeah. You have to kind of locate those people. We had the center patch, I think. Yes. So, I mean, if you're going to have one, I guess have the center one because <laughs> it's the one that, you know, you could put it on something or whatever without needing all the rest of it. Yeah. But yeah, there's that, there's a lot of that culture going around of, of hey, go to these places or whatever, kind of go on this hunt. You know, the one that it's I really... It's fun. It's like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. And the one I really wish that uh, could have done was, I guess it was for the R2 Builders Club. They had the cards and they were in like vintage style and you had to go to the certain places in order to get all the different cards. And I only managed to get two. Um, I wanted to get a few more because there were some that were really, really cool. But we got the chopper card from the cantina and then we got the uh, the, the sand crawler card from over at the, the sand crawler. Mm-hmm. And so. you didn't tell them how I got you that, I think it was the Boba Fett patch. You did get the Boba Fett patch. I did and not. And I made him so proud. <laughs> I was very proud of you. But I was very upset because the way the Boba Fett patch worked was, you know, it was one of the ones that was a little bit harder to get, but not not too hard. And I, and I, I knew that I had a good shot at it because it was it was set up, you know, sort of like a little spin wheel. So you would, you know, you'd flick it and th- there was three spaces that it would land on the silhouette of Boba Fett, in which case you automatically won the Boba Fett patch. There were also three spaces where it would land and you would have to answer a trivia question. Well, I was able to hear, you know, waiting in line, I was able to hear the trivia questions that were being asked. And now I'm not some knowledgeable, uh, you know, super brain Star Wars fact person or whatever, but I know enough to where I easily could answer every single question that was being asked. In fact, I was helping a lot of the people, you know, in line mm-hmm. uh, answer their questions, kind of giving them hints, you know, where they're like, who was this person? And, and it was Obi-Wan. And we're like, it's been a while since you've heard of this character. It's been a while. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're kind of like trying to hint like that to him and stuff. And uh, so I was like, okay, I'm like, I, I've got a good shot. You know, I did the math. Um, I'm, I'm like, if there, there's three of those, and then there's like three spots for uh, come back tomorrow. So I said, you know, I've got a 66% chance of getting this patch. Flip it. And of course, you lose, come back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then you went through and you landed on a trivia question. 
Yep. And uh, I was actually surprised with myself because I was like, oh, great trivia. <laughs> I'm going to need him to help me because um, I don't feel like, like you said, like I'm that knowledgeable about trivia about the movies. Right. Um, and um, they said, who was Obi-Wan's Jedi trainer? Which is kind of a trick question. And I first looked at him and said, and I was like afraid to say it, but I was like, Qui-Gon Jinn? Right. And then he asked the question again and like stared at me harder. And I was like, Yoda? And he goes, yeah, there you go. And he gave me the patch and I was like, right. okay. <laughs> and see, and that's, that's kind of a trick question because it depends on, I mean, technically, yes, to both, you know, they were both his trainer. Um, you know, he said that Yoda was his master in Empire Strikes Back and he, uh, you know, but then we get to the, the first one. I mean, then we get to the prequels and you find out that, well, Yoda kind of trains them all as younglings, but then they kind of take on their own masters when they become Padawans and his was Qui-Gon Jinn. So Qui-Gon Jinn was correct. However, I would, I'm kind of surprised. I would not have, you know, uh, I wouldn't have thought that you would have guessed Qui-Gon Jinn. I, I, I was surprised that you knew that character well enough and, uh, would have would have been able to say that when you if you would have said i said yoda and he said it was qui-gon jinn so he didn't give me the patch i could have seen that one mm-hmm. you know that happening uh but but, but the Qui- fact that qui-gon was my first guess <laughs> right but yeah the fact that qui-gon was your first guess and that you remembered the name and and remembered that that was uh you know that that was uh, his master and everything that kind of surprised me just because you know you don't watch the prequels that much and you know like when I watch them you're like eh, I'm gonna go do this other thing or whatever so mm-hmm. you know I was kind of surprised that uh, uh, that you guessed that so I was like wow okay cool that's awesome <laughs> yeah. and we did learn um, a random bit of trivia later from some other person he's oh, yeah. kind of a know-it-all yeah. but Where, that there well, are he well, 19? he was asking. Well, he was asking. Maybe I can't remember the exact answer now. Yeah. But he, the reason he was asking, because that was the Hallmark trivia question. So what Hallmark did was, and, and you were able to get someone. You were in line, but they for everyone who would get, you know, that would get in line to get the uh, the Hallmark exclusives, instead of. Um, trying to do some some sort of way or whatever to, to kind of identify those people, they would give them an exclusive button. And so for the first day, it was Luke Skywalker. However, they had trivia going on while you were in line, and if you answered the question correctly, you got another Luke Skywalker button. And it's it, it's all the Hoth stuff. So, so you got a Wampa that they had, uh, a Tauntaun that they had, a um, Han, and then a Luke. But then there was the the special trivia version Luke, which was exactly like the one that wasn't, except for Luke was upside down on the button. So mm-hmm. the all the writing and stuff was right side up, but Luke himself was upside down like he was in, in the Wampa cave. Mm-hmm. So they're... Question to get that though was much harder than you know had, had that been the style of questions being asked for the Boba Fett patch I would not have felt nearly as confident you know I would not have known those but they wanted to know how many different variations 
of wampa species are there? Or not wampa, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, tauntaun species are Yeah, how are many there? tauntaun species? And it was, it was in the teens, I remember. It was like, it was like 15 or 19. Yeah, I remember it was an odd number. And it, yeah, I want to. I was going to say the same thing, like 15 or 19. I don't and know. And that you're like, really? I thought there was one. Yeah. The, <laughs> I don't know. I know they don't smell good on the inside. Right. <laughs> you know, but or, they're or, warm. They smell, yes. <laughs> so anyhow, point being, yeah, that, that was much more difficult. Um. So we probably need to talk about how the Rebels panel was. I think we just kind of went through all the patch stuff. But yeah, didn't get yeah. There. Uh, but no, I mean, that's fine. I mean, that's what most people have talked about the Rebels panel, you know, and, and a lot of people aren't talking about some of those things quite as much. So, oh, okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, and that's what we're about, you know, everyone else has covered some of those things. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. And, and you actually were able to get in line for the Rebels panel and hold a spot and you got right up close for the Rebels panel. I mean, you were like right right at the floor it right was like there. Third row on the floor. Yeah. So we were we were very close and I sat next to a guy who looked almost identical to Ewan McGregor in uh, Revenge of the job. Sith. Yeah, and I wish his I beard was perfectly combed. I got to say my probably my biggest regret of celebration out of everything because I felt like a lot of people were saying, you know, oh, you're going to miss stuff or whatever. I felt like we really got to do a lot and and really got a full experience. Mm-hmm. But the one thing if I could go back and do differently would be to try to get contact information of some of these people that we met because, you know, like you said, with Corey and John, we didn't get their stuff. So now maybe we'll run into him again at a future celebration. And then uh, yeah. like this guy, you know, he, I was like, Oh, he, he's so cool. You know, dressed up as, as Obi-Wan. It's, it's perfect. He was a nice guy and me and him talked a little bit. Uh, but I didn't think to get his, uh, <laughs> his contact information. So, yeah. And yeah. the other thing that I, I think we kept saying we were going to look up and we didn't, or we didn't, didn't find what we were looking for. But while I was waiting in line without you, I told you with him were twin girls oh yes yeah, that were wearing right. um matching star wars outfits that they obviously made at home like right. on a sewing machine so i thought that was cool um and then once i got into the rebels panel i'm still telling him come on you can make it i, I promise i've got a seat here the people around me don't mind if i save you a seat because you got to kind of run a risk with that of people thinking you're saving seats you're a jerk um and i'm like no i'm just waiting on my husband i swear um but I was so glad that we got there because even though um, my husband's not a super huge fan um, of him, I felt like it was so cool to see Freddie Prince Jr. in person that close because I've watched his movies and stuff for most of my life. I mean, it was just so weird to be in the same room with him. And I knew him from the Brack Show. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone does, has not seen that, you should watch... You should probably go to YouTube and type in Freddie Prince Jr. on the Brack Show because it is the best. And it's called like pickup truck or something. Yes, or he's like, hey, Freddie Prince Jr., need a ride? And he gets in the his big old pickup truck, which is tiny, like, but it's a cartoon, so it works. And, yeah. and they go down the highway singing about going down the highway in my big old pickup truck. Mm-hmm. And, and then they do their different little voices. So Brack will be <laughs> like, like piggies. And then you see Freddie Prince Jr. going... Like it was the worst pick impression ever, but yeah, so uh, cute. Yeah, and then they do. Uh, let's see, I remember so it was piggies, and then like girls, and then so Freddie Prince Jr. goes in a high pitched voice, like I'm going down the highway. 
and then uh, they're like monsters like and then the best is like Tom Brokaw and Freddie Prince goes what and then then Brack does like a, a Tom Brokaw impression which was really cool like I'm going down the highway yes like that exactly <laughs> like that yeah so that's that's pretty much that's where my uh, Freddie Prince Jr. fandom lies <laughs> besides Rebels now <laughs> yeah and for me it came from all the girly movies like she's all that and you know whatever but um but it was cool and um it was really neat to see the all of the people behind the voices and rebels yes um especially um not well i mean he wasn't one of the voices but um dave filoni came on stage dave filoni's awesome and we don't know that he's one of the voices a lot of people speculate he's chopper oh okay yep so Maybe. So you could have been right and not known it. Okay. (laughs) But he's really funny. He has this look of like, I just kept feeling this deja vu of I've met him before or something. It was just weird. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like that he's your friend. Yeah. He definitely has that aura about him, you know. And I kind of, because I guess just because of the cowboy hat reminded me of Brad Paisley. (laughs) Yeah. He's, he is like a, um. Like they kind of look yeah, alike. He he has a little few similarities, you know. Brad Brad's, Paisley's probably a little more buff, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's people going, "Why are we talking about Brad Paisley on a Star Wars podcast?" Sorry. Anyway, um, but similar, I guess. the best thing about Dave was that um, there was a special section on the stage where um, VIP fans could be chosen from the crowd to sit up there on the stage. And by that. I mean, they picked out kids. <laughs> yeah. And so one of the kids said, um, oh, what was the question? Was, who does the voice of Chopper? <laughs> or who's going to be the voice in the movie? Yeah, but point being is she was wondering who uh, who does the voice of Chopper. Yeah. And which so is he a big gets, secret. Yeah. And so he gets this look on his face like, ah, oh, I get asked this all the time. And everyone's like, tell us. And so he gets up and walks over to her and whispers in her ear away from the microphone. Yes. <laughs> and then she smiles and he gets up and sits well no i'm sorry marches back over arms yes out, yeah he definitely has a goes, swagger to i it, told yeah. her the truth <laughs> he's like i told that girl the truth <laughs> and then he looks over and goes shh don't tell <laughs> yeah. um but yeah so that was really cool um and then they previewed season two of rebels which yep. was neat so what did you think of that you've seen all of rebel season one so uh what was your takeaway from the season two preview well obviously i love that vader is going to appear in season two <laughs> of course um and that people uh, i think kanan's gonna have to fight him well look i mean it definitely sh- they showed a little bit of both kanan and ezra trying to fight him mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know that you can necessarily say f- that they did but they were yeah. certainly preparing. attempting to yeah, yeah. <laughs> well no they weren't preparing they were mid-fight they were yeah. more defending but not even so much that they were yeah. getting they were getting their butts handed to them <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, um, anything else from it? Um, yeah. Um, Rex. Yep. Everyone lost their collective minds when they heard Rex's voice because, n- you know, n- no one had speculated that that was coming. And, uh, so they, you know, they brought Rex back and they showed kind of like what, what he had been doing or, you know, kind of gave you hints, I guess, to, you know, what he had been doing since, Order 66, and uh, hopefully we'll get some more information on on how he did, you know, how he got through that little situation. Mm-hmm. So, 
and I know from obviously the end of season one that that's probably where the Ahsoka Lives shirt came from. Well, Ahsoka Lives um, was kind of something, and I can't remember who who got that started, but that was, I don't know if, if that got started when she came back from season one or if they, because everyone kind of had an idea that she was Fulcrum. Mm-hmm. Like it was, you know, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of options for who Fulcrum could be. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people thought that it was going to be Ahsoka. So I don't know if, if that was sort of something that people started up because they wanted Ahsoka back or if it was something that was sort of a celebration of Ahsoka coming back. But mm-hmm. her being a huge fan favorite, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of got that going. Yeah. So um, anything else from the Rebels panel? Or does that pretty much cover it? I think that was everything. Okay. So, um, for Saturday, it's, yeah, I mean, I think we spent most of our time doing collectibles and things. Oh, you, (laughs) you contacted me and told me that you got the tickets for Carrie and Mark's autographs, though. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I told him we were getting, that I was getting them. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you're just like, this is what's going on. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Because I hadn't necessarily had that planned. I had kind of wanted to and was thinking like okay this is something that we'll do and get billy d's autograph but i didn't i didn't really even discuss with you the possibility of getting either of those and you're like we're getting both this is what we're doing so i was like okay that's fine but i want i want to get billy d's as well (laughs) because we were both just like you know not sure when we're going to get this opportunity again um you know in kind of a sad way all of the actors from the original series are getting older and you don't have a lot of opportunities to get autographs or meet and greets or pictures. So I really had a huge goal to get anyone's right. that I could while we were there. Right. Yeah. And, and so we, we managed to, to get those and, and we, um, we then did that on Sunday. So, cause I think that's, that pretty much covers everything we did on Saturday that I can think of at least. Except for the one thing that <laughs> stood out to me as a good thing and you not so much. Um, we were trying to look for a, a good, like a little bit nicer place to go to dinner Saturday night. Right. And uh, I found Roscoe's chicken and waffles. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was, I, I wasn't very thrilled with that personally. It yeah. Just... It, um, for him, it was hard because he's been on a special diet for a while. Um, no like high fat food foods or beef or pork um and this didn't have beef or pork but fried chicken yeah is probably a lot of grease syrupy <laughs> waffles is yeah but it, it so going down it was great but then his stomach was upset later <laughs> yeah. but but it was delicious and they were like waffle house style waffles real soft and spongy and then crisp fried chicken on top oh so good <laughs> okay so anyhow, anyway you're boring everyone with your so food talk sunday Yep. So Sunday, we decided first thing that we were going to go try and get the the autographs handled, but they had a a special like numbering system for that. Mm -hmm. Um, At that point, because everyone was trying to get into the, I guess now Rogue One panel, I don't know if they'd called it Rogue One at the time or if they released the title at that point. Mm -hmm. You know, at this point, everything just seems so solidified. You're just like, it's Rogue One. It's always been Rogue One. Mm -hmm. Uh, But but point being, people trying to get into the, the Gareth Edwards panel and um and then also smuggler's bounty no that was the day before oh i thought that was all on sunday i'm pretty sure that was the day before i don't know don't derail me (laughs) um so anyhow we then took that opportunity to to go try to get our autographs because you know we'd paid for those we uh we actually picked up the collectibles there that we wanted signed because we won't since we didn't really have it planned ahead of time 
we didn't have we didn't bring things with us to get signed and so we spent a good part of Saturday trying to pick out something special and and we decided to go with the the jum, uh, gentle giant jumbo like Kenner style vintage action figures so we got the the Bezpin Luke you liked the uh the Hoth Leia. Mm-hmm. And then of course we got the, you know, just the actual cloud city Lando. And so we took the card backs out of those and had those signed by each of them. And, uh, Billy D was sitting over there by himself. He had no line at that point because mm-hmm. it was pretty early in the morning. And so we got to talk to him for a bit and he was super cool as usual. And then we went and got in line for, uh, Carrie at that point. No, we got mine for Mark. Well, we initially got in line for Carrie, but then with right. issues, so then we just went and hopped in line for Mark. When we were late, waiting in line, someone told us about the, um, they're like, hey, Delray is giving away books. So I was actually able to, to go over there and get one of the paperbacks of A New Dawn for free. So that was really cool. And uh, was then able to come back to you. And we had some issues trying to get to the Carrie line, which was just not moving at all. So then we just went and hopped in the the Mark Hamill line and got to meet him. And the coolest part about that was, um, I also like Mark Hamill from doing the voice of the Joker in the cartoon. (laughs) You're not alone in that. uh, It just, it's iconic. I mean, Mm -hmm. that voice is incredible. And so we, uh, I, I joked with him in line. What if I walked up to him and said, Hey, pudding. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, he was like, yeah, you could do that. And I was like, I don't know. I'd be too embarrassed. So we get up there and I decided I'm not going to do it. Well, yeah, because so you just decided to like ask him, ask him, and and because I, I told you, I'm like, no, I'm like, he's not a trained monkey. I'm like, we don't just demand things of Mark Hamill. Yeah, you know, and so and I, so he goes, come on, do what you were gonna do, and then Mark looks at me expectantly. I'm like, well, now I have to do it. Well, see, I thought he wasn't paying attention at that point. The way I remember it in my head, at least, was he wasn't paying attention. He's signing, and you go and you do your little hey pudding thing, you know, and. uh and he looked up and had the biggest smile yeah, he on was his so, face. He was so happy. And then he goes, ah, it's my Holly. And like we both gushed and turned yeah. to, uh, you know, turned to clay, not clay. What's, I don't Jello. Know, Jello. We both <laughs> turned to Jello at that moment. We were just like, it's the best. <laughs> and I mean, you know, I'm sure he didn't mind being called Puddin either. Well, probably not, but, <laughs> but it was it was still fun that he kind of, you know, he seemed to enjoy getting to do the little play along, you know. Yeah. So that was fun. Very cool experience with Mark Hamill. And when he signed the card, you remember mm-hmm. what he wrote? Yes, he wrote Forcefully Yours. <laughs> Which was great. Apparently all day he was making plays on words with that. So. Yeah. So very cool. And then we went to hop back in line for uh, Carrie Fisher. And um, he ended up getting annoyed with waiting so long and left the line. And I just stayed there and hung out waiting for her to get back from her break. So, yeah, I didn't, you know, (laughs) celebration. I I did not want to be in line the the whole time waiting. Uh, I mean, Carrie was taking a lot of breaks for very extended periods of time. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to try and enjoy all of this. And I got to go meet Tim Rose, who was the actor who portrayed, he didn't do the voice for, but portrayed Admiral Akbar. Very, very nice guy. Really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I got to talk to him for a bit. And he and wrote something on your... He wrote, uh, he goes, well, do you want me to like personalize it? Because I, I got the, um, it was from the Force, or excuse me, it was from the Power of the Force 2 from, you know, the 90s set of action figures, uh, the Admiral Akbar. 
And so he signed that for me. And he's like, do you want me to personalize it or whatever? I'm like, well, I'm like, you know, it's, you know, it's whatever you want to do. He's like, well, it's, you know, he's like, it's yours. He's like, it's whatever you want. And I'm like, he's like, well, what's your name? I was like, Michael. And he goes, nah, we can't do that. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, it's a longer name, you know? So I just didn't <laughs> want him to have to try to write a lot on, on that, you know, smaller card back or whatever. But, you know, he's just joking around and, and he's like, okay. And so he writes, run, Michael. It's a trap. <laughs> you know, and he writes, Admiral Akbar, Tim Rose. So, it was so cute. Yes. And he, he was a very nice guy. Very cool. We talked about the salacious because he also did uh, salacious crumb. Oh, so I we talked about the salacious crumb. Uh, well, yeah, because I, I think he's more of a puppeteer. Okay. Because he said, I want to say, uh, I want to say he portrayed TikTok is the name of the character that he portrayed in, um, uh, in Return to Oz. Okay. So he, you know, so we talked about Salacious Crumb anyhow, and uh, and and that clock, and then we talked about the the sushi set. So he said he liked both of those things because he really liked sushi, and then you know he thought that the uh, the clock was really cool too, but he hadn't had a chance to get over there, and they were both left over. So maybe I mean I don't know, but maybe maybe he was able to actually get himself uh, one of each of those since mm-hmm. he, you know, he he did both of those characters. Yeah, I'm sure they'd save him one. Yep. Um, but yeah, overall, um, the, it was good. I really, really, really wanted to get the Carrie autograph. So I waited as long as possible for <laughs> yeah, it. You held out on that one. Um, but she did autograph it for me and, um, it was very sweet. Um, she unexpectedly drew a gold Sharpie ring on my finger yeah. and I was like, eh, okay. <laughs> for and no then, and then her people were like, okay, keep it moving. So I was like, yeah, okay. at that point, because they were, she had a, um, she had pictures that she had to go take. And so they, at that point, they knew that that was the last opportunity for people to get autographs because she, you know, it, it had been taking all day to, to just get these few people through. And so they essentially, you know, had to stand over at that point and, and push everything along. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so she, cause she didn't, she say, or didn't you say she kept like insisting to personalize yours and they're like, no, there's no time. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that was an experience for you, for sure. Yeah. And uh, after that, we went to Rancho Obi-Wan. Oh, my gosh. There was so much cool stuff at Rancho Obi-Wan. Yeah. So, honestly, before we got in there... Well, let me let me back up and say, we didn't go to Rancho Obi-Wan. We went to ran- the Rancho Obi-Wan exhibit that they had set up on the con floor. I don't want to... Right. Yeah. I don't want to be we like, did we not, went to the We wanted to ranch. go all the way out to o- Rancho Obi-Wan, but it was too far. Right. Right. And But, no, they had an exhibit set up that we went through, and it was supposed to be a 15-minute walkthrough... We spent like 45. Yeah. (laughs) But the coolest thing to me, well, to everyone, I guess, was that I expected for it to be, you know, a huge collection of like memorabilia and autographed items from actors and directors and whatever, what you would think would be in a collection of things that would be on display. And he has a lot of that too. But. This was about stuff that he collected from other fans that made all of these things. And my number one favorite thing was one of the smaller things you wouldn't notice. Uh, Do you remember what it was? Your favorite thing was the, yes, the, um, 
the like the paper Darth Vader book or whatever. Yeah, it was like an origami book, and on the cover it has a little Darth Vader with a lightsaber, and it says <laughs> Darth Paper Strikes Back. Yeah, I don't know why because that was your favorite thing. That's just the funnest title ever. I mean, that's <laughs> hilarious. But they, I mean, this is, I mean, Steve Sansweet collects some very cool and very unique things, and you're just like, I like the origami book with Darth Vader on the cover. just because of the title. <laughs> <laughs> just not Dark even, paper strikes back. Not even for the rest of it. Just the title. Because it's paper. Darth oh paper? Really? Yeah. He's the <laughs> villain. Um, and then they had some other funny things. Like, um, I, th- I thought it was funny that they had um, the uncle and aunt, like the the bodies were in little action figure boxes. Yeah. What you mean is the actual skeletons from right. And that that's went around the internet for a long time, but yes, he has the, uh, he has custom several custom made action figures. And of course they're, uh, they're the charred skeletons of, uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, he had those on display there as well. Mm -hmm. The figure that I actually liked uh, was a little more tasteful than that was the Han Solo episode seven rise of the Sith. Um, I'm not sure why it was titled that, but the, it was a custom action figure of Harrison Ford in his Han Solo garb with his, you know, little more graying hair. And he actually had the cast on his leg. So I thought that was kind of funny because everyone knows that he suffered a, a broken leg during the filming of, uh, uh, the force awakens. Mm. Yeah. So did you know about that? So everyone knows but me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you didn't know that. Yeah. He actually had, so, you know, the Millennium Falcon has that, um, the door, it's like, like a a ramp that sort of lowers. Mm -hmm. It apparently like came down and, uh, broke his leg. Oh my gosh. Yeah. During the filming. So, uh, it was kind of a, a little bit of a running joke that, that was going on there for a little while. And, uh, one of the things that came out of it was that action figure with a cast on his leg. Mm hmm. So, yeah, Harrison, he's had it kind of rough here lately between the uh, the broken leg from the Falcon and the... Uh, the plane crash. The plane crash, yeah. Yeah, he needs to take care of himself. <laughs> well, I mean, he does because he's able to, to bounce back from it, obviously. But yeah, he uh, he's living dangerously. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, so we, we spent about 45 minutes and we took pictures. But then, of course, uh, not only that, we got the book... Uh, that I've been flipping through here. And he got a shirt. And a shirt, because I, I had to have me a shirt as well. And uh, the book actually has, uh, not only does it have pictures of everything that was in the exhibit, but it also kind of tells about it. So here I am taking pictures of everything, and then I didn't even realize that the book I just purchased had it all in there as well. So, mm-hmm. But I have both now, I guess. <laughs> Eh, whatever. Yep. It's a cool, nice hardback book. Yeah. And they actually shut the lights all out on us uh, while we were in there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, you know, we managed to still get to see everything very well. We got uh, Steve Sansweet to sign our book for us. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we went and got a couple pictures over on the little Millennium Falcon. Uh, yeah. Um, and, well, we get, took pictures of several of the other props that were up. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, like, the sand. What is it called? The Java ship? 
Yeah, the sand crawler. Uh, kind of got some some pictures over there. Yeah, just just all the the various, Lego Tie Fighter. Yeah, all the various little props. We did try to manage to get pictures of that. You know, uh, make our last rounds on that since we you know we were really getting down to the the wire. And then the the very last thing though was the the little Millennium. No, it wasn't the one. In fact, it was the the door. Like a, it was a little Death Star doorway top area. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, trying to get pictures as well was uh grant emahara and his girlfriend yep and i totally got to shake his hand and um say glad you're here and glad you're a fan and said which is your favorite movie and i think he just kind of threw out an answer because he was in a hurry maybe it was really his favorite movie but he said empire just so you know yeah yeah well that's most people's favorite yeah you know. But yeah, so it was cool. I've yeah. never actually gotten to like speak to him and shake his hand and be that close to him. One of the Mythbusters. I love them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're a big fan. So, and he, I mean, they, it was almost like they were following us because everything we were kind of hitting up there at the end, he was hitting up right behind us. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then from there, um, I did make sure to go by her universe one more time. One um, more time. You you hit that place up several at times. At least three times. And you you haven't even talked about the other stuff. Now, did you talk this about... This was going to say, I, I didn't get to say the stuff that I got yeah. at her universe. Um, so because I bought the cupcake the first day, I had the coupon to get a t-shirt. Specifically, I got the Salacious Crumbs Bake Shop shirt, which ended up being my favorite t-shirt that I have now. <laughs> yeah, you wear that um, a lot. It's a really cute, like Tiffany blue kind of color. Um, and it's got a cupcake in the middle and it looks like Salacious Crumb in the whipped cream on top. Um, or the icing, sorry. And then, um, I also got, they had a beautiful royal blue button up cardigan that had X wings on either shoulder yep. embroidered. Uh, it, was very it looks cool really looking. cool. Yeah. And I was like, I could wear that to work and they wouldn't even realize. <laughs> well, you know what? You actually had said that you're like, I can wear this to work. And then you had to go to the bathroom afterwards. And so I'm, I'm waiting by the bathroom for you. And so someone else was looking at some of the her universe stuff and they go, yeah, they're like, you should get the X wing one. Cause I even heard a girl say, saying that, you know, she could wear it to work. And I go, that was my wife. <laughs> <You know? laughs> And they're like, that's right, it was, you know, because they, they noticed me at that point. And, and uh, so we kind of had that little conversation. But yeah, so it's they had some really cool things. They also had something that you really wanted but didn't feel like spending the money on at the time. Yeah, the Cloud City dress is beautiful. Mm-hmm. They also have one of um, like the fight with the ATATs. Yeah. yeah, the Hoth, the Hoth battle. Okay. Is, uh, they have one of that. But um, those were $150 each. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Ashley, I can't get it yet. But <laughs> well, I'm saving up for it. Yeah, you can get it soon. We'll probably get it in the next week or two. Yeah. So so that's my next purchase from Her Universe. Yeah. Or Her You for short. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that I think that pretty much covers everything that we did at Celebration. Except the one last day that wasn't technically part of Celebration. Right, that's what I was saying. It's, it's called transition. Segways. God. <sighs> So, so I think that that covers everything that we did at the actual celebration, but we stayed an extra day and went over to Disney. Mm-hmm. And how was that for you? Awesome. Uh, cause I'd been to Disney world, but never to Disneyland in right. California and you hadn't either. Right. Um, so we went together, we ended up doing star tours three times. He wanted to do it more, but it was Ran so out of time. Yeah. <laughs> and well, we could have done it more, but then I ended up spending like 45 minutes building a lightsaber. So, yeah. So that is kind of my own fault that I didn't get to do it more than I wanted. But we did get, I mean, we got each scenario except for 
we did not get to go to Tatooine. Mm-hmm. And we did not get the intro with the probe droid. We got Darth Vader all three times. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get to see those those two things. Besides that, because uh, I, I looked it up on Wikipedia to see you know what the different variations were. So I think besides that, we did everything. You know, we went to Hoth, uh, we went to Kashyyyk, mm-hmm. we went to Naboo, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and then we went to uh, Coruscant. And then we went to. Um, don't ask me. I really don't know all the names. <laughs> and then we went to the. Um, I guess it was above Genosha or wherever, where they they had the they were building the first Death Star. So oh, okay. Yeah. So we 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 got to go through several of of the. Uh, scenarios. Yeah, the or scenarios whatever. or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So we got to go through several of those. Um, we met Mark Herleman. He was over at the, the droid building station, uh, making a couple of his, his droids at that point. And, um, I wanted to get over there, but it, it was kind of packed and I was like, okay. Cause that was earlier in the day. And, uh, I was like, I'll come back to it later. And then I found the lightsabers instead. So then I spent my time doing that and mm-hmm. then there wasn't enough time to do the droids. I kind of wish I had built one, but yeah, it's well, okay. we'll, we'll go back and we'll build droids soon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we did that. And then we did all the typical other like Disney rides. Yes. Um, and uh, we did it with our friends who um, also have a podcast. Yeah. Uh, Bald Solo, who, who also has a podcast. Uh, we, we got to hang out with him and his wife, Kelly, for the day. And then two people that we met at Celebration, um, Brian and Joe Pa. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we hung out with them for a little bit, but we were kind of having a couple of scheduling conflicts with them because they had the par- park hoppers, but but we did kind of meet and get to talk with them for just a, a short period, and uh, you know we'll definitely get to meet up with them again uh, at future celebrations, but mm-hmm. um, we also uh, got to remember we got our, our little Mickey ears. Oh, yeah. I so forgot. We, we got those first thing and wore them all day long. <laughs> and he said we were going to. And I was thinking, oh, they just have the regular Mickey ears. No, they have all kinds of cool ones now. So they had R2, C3PO, Leia, and one other? I think that's it. Maybe just the three? Yeah, because um, I, I figure if they would have had, I mean, I would have thought they would have had Darth Vader, but they didn't seem to. Yeah. Um, you know, because I'm, I'm sure if they did, that's the one you would have got. But yeah. you got But the, we got the perfect couple um ears so he was r2 and i was leia yes i wanted to get a picture of you like you know putting the the death star plans in in my hat Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh we forgot and just ended up not getting it done but yeah yeah and i actually you know i don't think they would have looked quite as cute on me but i I liked the leia ears better than the r2 ears i thought that was kind of cute because of course they have the little uh little cinnabons on the side you know Mm -hmm. which which definitely helped as it got a lot cooler in the day for you so Mm -hmm. you were able to keep your ears warm yeah that helped a lot and uh see we picked up a it was just a little speeder of the um, from the Star Tours. Oh yeah, yeah, we yeah. did. And then we got a Darth Vader head. Uh, yeah, to go on my antenna for yeah, my car, little antenna topper. But then we realized you have a new car and no antenna. Which it, yeah, the antenna it basically is just it's a tiny little antenna that kind of points out uh, on the top of it. And the it would just, it points backwards. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, it sort of points backwards, so it, it would not look very good. It would look like Vader. Darth Vader yeah. was flying off my car. Yeah, it would look like he's hanging charge. on for dear life. Yeah, it, it doesn't look very uh, regal for, for Vader. So we're like, all right, we'll have to figure something else to do with this. But it was 
wasn't very expensive. So, but we did find me a sticker, a decal for the yeah, window. Yeah, we did. Uh, we we did do that. So let's let's move into May fourth then, unless you have anything else you want to talk about from Disney. Mm-mm. So uh, May the fourth uh, followed that up, and they had several different sales going on in different places. And of course, we really like Think Geek, and they had a twenty percent off all Star Wars merchandise, and they also gave a free pin uh that was exclusive to think geek uh f- if if you bought twenty dollars or more in merchandise mm-hmm. so i really wanted the pin more than anything else that they had there i really really wanted that pin it was pretty cool yeah and it's it's from the uh the bez pin battle uh between luke and vader and uh it just, it looks so cool so i was happy to get it and then also i got the the sort of the lineup of the uh of the bounty hunters, but you have sort of like the, um, the suspect lineup, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the wall that kind of is behind them, you know, like, like if you've seen like usual suspects or something like that, that wall is actually behind the silhouettes of the bounty hunters. So I liked that shirt and I got that. What did you end up with? I ended up surprising myself, honestly, and, um, picked out the Tatooine tank top. Yes. Which was really cute. And now, isn't that through her universe as well? Because uh, her mm-hmm. universe has a lot of their stuff on the Think Geek website. Yeah, that was a her universe shirt. Yeah. I'm telling you. It's like, I don't know the brand, but I always end up picking out the right. same stuff. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of what Ashley does. She sort of, you know, she goes with that mindset of, of you know, something that a female fan would enjoy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, yeah, you seem to always kind of to like what she puts out. Yep. And uh, and then we picked out the towels that say, yeah, I the, love you, I know. Yeah, the I love you, I know towels, which are, which are awesome. They're really good quality, too, as far as I can tell. You know, yeah. they have nice embroidery. It's a, essentially the silhouettes of Han and Leia on each towel. You know, uh, Han on one towel, Leia on the other. And, and then, it's got the Rebel insignia across the bottom. Yeah, and it's actually, uh, it's, it's several of them that sort of, uh, you know, like maybe like five or six that sort of border the bottom of it. And it seems like there's definitely some detail that went into that. And, uh, you know, I can't think, I, I think they normally retail for like $20 maybe. And, and you know, so with the, the discount, it was like 15 or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, they're they're really nice and they look cool in our bathroom. So we'll mm-hmm. have to... We'll have to put, uh, need to set up, I need to make that your job now is to, to set me up a, uh, Instagram for the show and then we can kind of put all the Instagram or Pinterest. No, nah, I think Instagram. Okay. I think Instagram's the way to go. We'll see. All right. But we, yeah, we need to definitely set up an Instagram account for the show so we can get all this stuff up. But at the very least we can get this all up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So, so this should all be up by the time uh, this podcast drops. So if anyone wants to see any of the stuff we're ta- we've talked about or whatever, you can, you can go over to the Facebook page and, and check that out. And then you can shop eBay and be addicted like we are. What? What are you talking about? If they want to find some of the stuff that we got. Now you're making it sound like we're selling stuff on eBay so that people no, can go. No, I'm saying that other people <laughs> might be. And if you want right. something So what you're saying have. is if, <laughs> if you like what some of the stuff we're talking about, you can find it on eBay because other people are selling it on eBay? Right. Okay. Well, that's, I mean... I'm sure they can figure that out on their own. Okay. You know, but there are there are some leftovers from Celebration. If you're interested, there are some uh, leftovers on the Read Pop website, which I believe is just readpop.com. And of those things, some of them are very cool. They have the Admiral Akbar sushi set, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. They have the Max Rebo, which you got. 
and it uh, it's just like a little plush Max Rebo that actually plays um, at least Lopty Neck. I don't know if it plays different songs or if it's just the one. Just the one song. Oh, okay. So it just plays Lopty Neck. And then there's also a Jack in the Box, which looks like a meteor. And then you actually turn it and the uh, space worm pops out of it. Ugh. So, <laughs> or, or space slug, maybe. And it, but yeah, but um, so he pops out of it, which I thought it was really cool. The only deal breaker for me on that one was it plays the actual Jack in the Box box music, mm-hmm. and I felt like it should have played Star Wars music. Yeah, I to kind me, of agree with you. There. Just to me, I think that was a missed opportunity. I get, you know, that it's Jack in the Box, typical Jack in the Box music. Maybe that has something to do with popping out or whatever. I don't know, but I, I just felt like that was kind of a missed opportunity that could have uh, been taken to, to put in Star Wars music, I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside that, they have almost like your, uh, you know, like your uh, f- fluffy dice or whatever that you put in the car. Well, they have the Death Star versions of those. And then they also have the Death Star uh, soccer ball. And then maybe the flip-flops are on the side as well. I saw several of those the oh, last yeah, day. Yeah, so I'd imagine that those may be on there. But I know at least those things are still available for purchase. And I know that, um, like I said, the, I think if you spend like $25 or something like that or more, then it's free shipping. So you're essentially paying what we would have paid at Celebration for those specific items. It's not as big of a selection. But you can still get some of those things, so you should definitely check out uh, that from the ReadPop website. That takes us out of this episode of Cloud City Casino. Tell us what you'd like to hear in future episodes by visiting us at Cloud City Casino um, on Facebook, or we're at Cloud City Casino on Twitter. And you can reach me personally at Morris Isley. And we can also be found at www.starwarsreport.com. One last thing we would seriously appreciate is if you could go to iTunes and write us a review. This helps new listeners find us, and we certainly appreciate it. And finally, since Christine seems to really be going down a new journey into her Star Wars fandom, I think we will have her back from time to time and in a new ongoing segment that we're going to be calling I Love You, I Know. It's going to be What's it called? Christine, you just interrupted my outro. Now I'm going to have to do it again. Sorry, I just wanted to know what the segment is going to be called. You know what the segment's called because you're the one who come up with it. Yeah, but I didn't hear you say it. (sighs) Fine. The segment is going to be called, I Love You. I know. (sighs) I can't even believe I just fell for that.
I mean, that is the the version that we we normally watch. We we have a, the cuts of the uh, the Harmies uh, despecialized. Awesome. Thanks, Lucy. <laughs> Thanks for ruining that. <laughs> What's your deal? I think she's jealous. She's not getting any attention. That's, I'm almost certain that's what it is. I, I think you're absolutely right. She was barking at us to pay attention to her. 